welcome to Count Creepy Head Saturday Morning Monster Mash. Blah! <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to episode 75 of Count Creepyhead's Saturday Morning Monster Mash. We made it to 75 episodes. Holy shit. The Count has had 75 blissful years of sex with his hand. <laughs> Blah. <laughs> Blah. <laughs> Picturing the Count, like, wiping his hand on his curtains, like, Blah. <laughs> Do you have camera up? I don't like being spied on. You know what I do too well. Blah. <laughs> What's going on, guys? What's new and exciting? Uh, same crap, different week. <laughs> yep. I had a friend used to say, uh, uh, same shit, different shape. <laughs> I mean, it's not wrong. Yeah. I sent a, uh, I sent a, sent a meme meme to you guys the other i think yesterday that i'm gonna have to start using i think it was what a Nor- norwegian phrase of up and not crying yeah yes <laughs> yeah so I, I'm up and not crying today's episode is brought to you by adult depression i did uh i will say though that um yesterday i'm not sure it was if it was yes i think it was the day before yesterday ruth had to make a trip to our local art supply store. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she picked me up a couple of new sculpting tools that I really like. I was playing with them a bit today, and oh boy, oh boy, those are fun. What describe these sculpting tools? Um, uh, okay, this is this is gonna sound ridiculous, but one of my uh, all-time favorite sculpting tools. It's just like my go-to starter sculpting tool. Mm-hmm. I start pretty much everything with it. Uh, it's a double-ended one that is so worn uh, that, like, all the center cushioning has fallen off, and I've replaced it with medical tape. Okay. <laughs> uh, on one one side, it has a semi-pointed, almost spoon. Okay. A very thin. Oh, did we lose it? Man, I was just about to make a double-dong dildo joke. <laughs> and it's just, it's so useful. Um, and she got me one that's similar to that. Uh, she got me one that has uh, a really nice trowel on one end that's actually a little bit smaller than the one that I use, which is going to be really, really handy. Uh, and on the other end, it's like um, it's like a really tiny needle. Oh, that's cool. So it's just like this this little point. And, uh, and yeah, it's going to be for different textures and... So I, uh, and the other I think one, I, I think I know the exact one you're talking about because I think I have one like that <laughs> with the point in the trowel. And the on other it. one. <clears throat> oh, isn't it great? Oh, I love it. <laughs> and and the other one she got me is uh, it looks it genuinely looks like a dental tool. Uh, it's got this great little hook on it. Uh, it's incredibly tiny. It's like this incredibly tiny hook, 
but it sort of flattens out in the middle. So you have a flat edge to flatten things with. Oh, nice. Uh, it's really great for um, basically like if you've already built detailing in that you need to sort of like get around the edges of. Mm-hmm. It's really great for sort of curving under the detail that you've already sculpted in. Nice. Yeah, it, it's here. I, I'm I'm way too excited about them, honestly. Like I I <laughs> I intended to sit down and fiddle with them for ten minutes, and I think I was there for forty five minutes, just being like, and I can do this. Oh, and I can do this. <laughs> oh, trust me, I understand because I uh, I'm I'm anxiously awaiting my new brush orders. I I ordered. A, bu- a whole like bin of inking brushes and i'm like i want them to get here i want to use them and, and you know i'm sure it's partially that i've been on a south park kick mm. but uh because it's you know i i go through cycles of what my background noise is yeah like if i'm not actually watching tv and i just put it on for noise or for the cats mm. uh but i think because of that the entire time i was sitting there and my head was just going oh Stan, look at this. Oh, oh, I can do this. Oh, I love Randy. (laughs) Sharon, Sharon, look at what the little tip does. (laughs) Oh, shit. Cool. And and I won't I won't lie. Yesterday, yesterday was a, a surprisingly. Uh, it it was almost one of those days that like semi restored my faith in toy hunting. You got really lucky, dude. Yeah, you did. Because uh, it wasn't just new stuff at a store. It was every single store had at least some amount of new stuff. And there was a ton of new stuff on the shelf. Mm. Uh, it It wasn't. You know how the past few years, a lot of the times when stores get stuff in, it's a single case. Yeah. Yep. It was clear in the case of pretty much everything that they got in multiple cases. Nice. And it was it was totally one of those like, holy shit, there's new toys. Oh, my <laughs> God, there's so many new toys. Fuck, there are actually more new toys than I can buy right now. <laughs> That's actually a feeling I, I, I do miss. I, I miss going into a toy store, like, especially as a kid. You go into a toy store and there's just like all the new figures are out and you're like, oh, my God, which ones can I get? You know, you have to like that, decide. That was I went out yesterday for the sole purpose of Rebel Leader He-Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did not. Well, I I technically did get him because I ordered him. He'll mm. be here Thursday. Uh, he is one of the only new things that I didn't see. But the new shit I did see, it, like multiples of the full new wave of regular Masterverse, uh, new deluxe origins, new origins in general, Ground Ripper. New Dungeons and Dragons from Hasbro, new Fortnite from Jazzwares, new Halo from Jazzwares, new Transformers, uh, new NECA, like you you name it, it was there on the shelves. New Jurassic Park. Nice. 
I did I did end up later in the day seeing um the oh what the hell was his name? Ray Arnold, the Sam Jackson character. Mm. Uh in three and three fourths, and he looks really good. So I saw both him and Muldoon and a bunch of the new dinosaurs. And uh man, I, w- I want them, but I've learned my lesson on those. <laughs> Bump the brakes, wait for a sale or something. Like, they've, every single human character, they've clearanced. Yeah. Yeah. So. I will say, after you got us the the raptor, I have definitely been paying attention to the Jurassic Park line. Because, I mean, I already thought they were cool, but actually owning one now and getting to play around with it, I'm like, yeah, these are really cool. Mike, I'm telling you, head to Burlington Code Factory. Mm -hmm. So, I thought, like, maybe some of the toys would be on clearance, and I went last week. They added more shit, like they got late shipments, and they've got um, Alan Grant, oh, if nice. you want a Jurassic Park human. And then, uh, uh, what's her name? Pooh Hands Lady is on clearance at Target. <laughs> Pooh Hands Lady? Yep, I, I, I call her uh, Shit Hand Statler. Yep. Uh, I like Pooh Hands Lady, that's funny. But uh, both both of which I can, I can genuinely recommend. I got them both at, at their... At God, I know they've I know they've gone up slightly. I think they were both like ten ten to twelve bucks when I got them, mm. and I was not unhappy for that. For five to six bucks, they're they're awesome. Honestly, for for ten to twelve bucks for a good three and three fourth inch figure, like you know Fortnite style articulation or something like that, that that price doesn't bother me. When we're talking like you know uh, the Marvel Legends retro. I think that's a little bit much for for the for what it is, um, but but yeah, I mean for that kind of price, like that's that's a solid price for for a three and three fourth inch, especially a a well posed, well painted action figure. Yeah, and I I can say all of the all of the Jurassic Park figures that I've picked up look nice yeah. and have a lot of play value. Yeah, all the ones I've looked at and considered buying, like I, I've definitely had most of the human figures that, at least the ones that already came out, I've you know looked at them multiple times, thinking like, do I want this in my collection? <laughs> you know, because they do look like nice figures. I just they don't really fit in with anything else I have going. So I'm like, eh, if I find them cheap enough, I'm sure I'd buy them. See, I I find that Alan and Ellie are worth it. Mm-hmm. Just so you can reenact the uh, the Triceratops scene with cats. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! You just made them a little more desirable for me. Because because uh, yeah, that's a lot of fun. I've done it. <laughs> oh hell! Uh, so. I made a New Year's resolution, although, um, what's her name? Sam at Jerry's Closet totally shot mine out of the water. And I mentioned this last week. I wanted to watch 100 horror movies that I haven't seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and thanks to the Tubi app, I- I've just been, like, chewing through them. Nice. It's, like, 90 to 10% garbage to, like, watchable. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, you know, we have our love of shit films. Like, we, oh, yeah. we have a tolerance... You know, it's like we have an iron. What's the word I want to use here? Um, we can drink anybody under the table when it comes to like bad movies. 
Yes. With our tolerance for this shit. Some of this stuff is just fucking unwatchable. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a reason they're at Dollar Tree or on Tubi. <laughs> uh, but I have seen some good stuff. Um, not that anybody listens to this and thinks like, I got to run to Dollar Tree. Um, but out of nowhere, um, I saw an ad from uh, Full Moon saying that, oh, by the way, we have this lost movie with Jeffrey Combs and Barbara Crampton on Tubi. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? I've never heard of this before called The Evil Clergyman. And Oh, yeah, was, I saw you post about that. It was a segment cut from Pulse Pounders, which was like an anthology movie that kind of sucked that was on Empire Pictures. And it has basically like the whole reanimator crew, but it's directed by Charlie Bannon. It's only 30 minutes, 35, mm-hmm. but it's fucking awesome. It's an HP Lovecraft story. And it's pretty much like word for word from the HP Lovecraft. And it, it features one of the most fucked up scenes I've ever seen in a movie where uh dead Jeffrey Combs, he's the evil clergyman asks Barbara Crampton while he's hanging from the rafters, like he kills himself mm-hmm. and his ghost is tormenting her to give him a blowjob. <laughs> so, like, I've seen lots of fucked up shit. I've seen Cannibal Holocaust and Threads and, like, the most fucked up movies ever. Never mm-hmm. has anybody said, like, I'm dead and I'm hanging. Can you suck my dick? And it's just... <laughs> but, they, <laughs> but, but they should have. But it's an H.P. Lovecraft thing. And I was just like, oh, okay. You know, this is coming from a man who never kissed a woman. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, like, within the context of the story, it it's really cool because he's, you know, he's from hell and he's trying to get her to... Uh, swallow his his demon seed yeah swallow his demon seed (laughs) shit I was gonna say up and not crying but I think demon seed also might be funnier son of a bitch now I get the title for that movie demon seed (laughs) fuck (laughs) Um, but I'm in the middle of a movie called save our skins which was a British and Canadian web series that they turned, they just took the first season and made it to a movie. Like they had a bunch of eight minute episodes. Um, that's really cool. So each week, if I feel like it, I'll mention the good shit, not the garbage, like the menu, which is, see, I still want to watch it. It's watch it. <laughs> see, foodie, so far, you'll appreciate it. So far, I think I've been able to stick to my new year's resolution to be more, more focused in my collecting. Mm. because I've I've already passed on several things that's so like, I like you, you're nice, but you don't fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm real estate's such a problem right now that, like, I've got to do that. Um, well, you know what you mentioned I was going to bring up to you, Mike? Um, mm-hmm. I got a shipping, like, they're arriving soon The from Big Bad Toy Store. I'm assuming you did it, too, for the uh, NECA Dungeons & Dragons. Yep, I just got those, uh, the uh, shipping notice today. Uh, so Grimsword and um, War Duke. War Duke. Yeah. Coming our way. Can't wait. I, I am very excited and very hopeful that it won't be uh, super breakable NECA. <laughs> I hope so too. I'm not going to be like, I'm going to po- find the pose I like. Yeah. Not touching it. Um, I watched, you know, we we're mentioning the Dungeons and Dragons toys that are showing up. I watched a review for the Gelatinous Cube. Mm-hmm. And there is no way in hell that that's worth thirty dollars. Nope. That that's why I said in the like the reviews I was seeing were awful. And I'm like, you yeah. know what? I I'm I want it. I I 
You guys know I, I've talk, talked about this on the show before. I freaking love the gelatinous cube. Um, but I am not going to pay full price for it. In fact, I remember talking to Josh about this. Um, I'm sure you'll remember this conversation, Josh, where I was going through my pre-orders and I canceled a bunch of stuff. And I canceled that one in particular because I had said it's from a movie and it's new Hasbro, which means it will go on clearance. So I'm just going to wait. Yeah. Yep. Um, Because, yeah, it's I want it still. But, yeah, not at that price. Those movie figures that I've looked, I've seen pictures of them and reviews. Bad. They look like shit. And, like, I don't. This looks worse to me than the 2000 Dungeons Dragons movie with uh, Marlon Wayans. Oh, God. Wait, you think the movie does? The movie looks yeah. worse? I, I, I just, just think it looks way better. <laughs> I, I want fucking Crawl. I want like an 80s barbarian film. And it's just like, uh, I'm going to see it, but I'm not feeling it. But see, that's not. I don't I don't see. I don't know if I would say that that's Dungeons and Dragons, though. The, the the lever level of humor that they're injecting into the the script with this one feels to me more like actually playing a campaign with your friends because at least all the campaigns I've played there has been a lot of silliness and weird shit <laughs> so I, see in an in an equally weird toy movie news bit did you guys hear that the Barbie movie is PG thirteen Oh, I did not. What? I am suddenly even more excited for the movie. Is that a good idea? I guess so. Uh, I, I guess so. I, can't... I, I guess it's going to be much more tongue-in-cheek than anyone's expecting. You know, honestly, I can't picture little girls being excited to see this movie. Yeah. Adults, I can see, like, oh, I gotta go see this. This looks so crazy. I can't picture Zoe being like, I gotta go see Barbie. Like, she could give two shits. I mean, also, be, uh, oh, good. Say, oh, go to be fair, I mean, look at the Transformers films. Like, the first and second one are filled with, like, dick and fart jokes and tongue-in-cheek moments. And, you know, of course, casual racism in the second one. Uh, but it's like, they're filled with some fucked up shit. So, I if mean, it stands to reason. To transform a truck into a robot. You can appreciate dick and fart jokes. Right. <laughs> Although those dick and fart jokes, oof, no one should appreciate. No. Yeah, Devastator's balls was not needed. Bumblebee pissing on people. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, PG-13 Barbie. And apparently it features multiple Kens. I'm okay with that. <laughs> like, wait, multiple Ryan Gosling or they get like different actors? Uh. They are they are different actors, uh, but they are all Ken apparently. I I don't understand it, but I'm excited. Is GI Joe better show up? Um, uh, Lu, I'm probably mispronouncing that, but uh, oh yeah, uh, Shang Chi is one of the Kens. Mm. <laughs> that seems about right. I thought the trailer was fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, so if I and, can watch it without yeah. being caught in the theater watching it, I will watch it. <laughs> and remember, oh, it's not gonna, it's not going to be GI Joe. It would be Big Jim. Right. Whatever. We know who's you know where Barbie goes at night. <laughs> exactly. And you no, know, when I when I showed Ruth the trailer, she looked at me and she was like, you know, we're we're going to that, right? And I was like, you don't have to convince me. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, no, the trailer like, definitely... I, I should use the trailer. <laughs> the trailer definitely made me want to see it. It looks funny. 
All right. Uh, let's. What else is here? So. Let's do our plugs. If you guys are a fan of wrestling, look up Upstate Pro Wrestling on Facebook. No crazy news for you because they move at a slower schedule. But Upstate they, Pro Wrestling on Facebook, yeah! yeah. They just uh, put up their Christmas special that I saw live, which was an awesome, awesome event that uh, had every match was a cage match. So uh, check it out. You won't be disappointed if you... Live in Southern Buffalo. Why don't you go check out Jerry's Closet for all of your needs for your closet. Guy named Jerry. Lots of books and magazines and nerd stuff and toys and videos and you name it. She's got it. It's quite the place to go to. Buy any nerd clothing you might need from Coffin Dreams LLC. Do you guys like podcasts? I like podcasts. Of course. Why don't you check out Boogeyman's Closet? Mike, what is coming up? Uh, well, at the time of this recording, I'll be posting Basket Case uh, as soon as we're done. And after that, we have uh, Puppet Master 2. So looking forward to recording that one. Both favorites of mine. Basket Case is one of my all-time favorite movies. Oh, such a great movie. Puppet Master 2, I have one scene in particular that I can watch on a loop and never stop laughing. And I'm sure you're going to know what it is once you see it. <laughs> um What's going on with Raised by Reynolds? Anything fun? Uh, well, we just recorded our Centipede episode where we make a 1980s sci-fi movie out of the classic Atari game Centipede. So, so guy, that was that was a lot of fun. Guy gets in a spaceship and shoots people that are sewn ass to mouth? <laughs> no, that's going to be the sequel. Uh, See, at some point, does somebody make a Centipenis joke? <laughs> no, but I kind of wish I had have thought of that beforehand. Is Josh Gad in it? <laughs> no, because yeah, he would have been he would have been a, a wee a wee little Gad uh, at that point. <laughs> <laughs> so here's a he funny was but a wee Gad, <laughs> a wee Gad, <laughs> a wee little Gad. Uh, here's a funny thing that's kind of tied to Raised by Rentals. Eli Roth just announced that he's making Thanksgiving finally. Yep. Is yes. it a coincidence that Raised by Rentals did an episode? About that very same movie. We're going to find out when the movie comes out. I swear to God. If there's like even one of our jokes in there. I'm going to be like ah he listened. And no one's going to be able to convince me otherwise. If that happened. We have a lawsuit. (laughs) A big big lawsuit. (laughs) I mean it's Eli Roth. Do we really have a big lawsuit? I'm just saying. Fair point. And it's one of those things like. I, I doubt that this. This is what's happening. It's probably like a very cool coincidence. Oh, yeah. If you're anybody and you're like, I, I've got an idea for my project finally because I'm going to rip off this podcast. You could avoid all those lawsuits if you just call the podcast and be like, you guys want a cameo in the movie and your name <laughs> in the credits or a T-shirt. And that's all it would take. Exactly. For like nobody to sue anybody. Uh, but, you know, people in Hollywood are, are so fucking shifty and devious. Okay, they shouldn't do that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm just happy to have another Thanksgiving themed horror film. To oh, be honest I'm, with you. I'm so excited for it because, yeah, I mean, we said this on the podcast, but I mean, we've been saying it for years, like of the Grindhouse trailers, that's the one that needed to become a real movie. Like, great. I'm glad we got Machete. I fucking love Machete. And the sequel is OK. So much. Yeah. But the first Machete is is beautiful from start to finish. I love it. Um. Thanksgiving was the the one that I really, really wanted. Don't get me wrong. I wanted all of them. <laughs> like, you know what I, one I want? 
don't. Yep. <laughs> I was going to say, I really want Edgar Wright, Simon Pegg, and Nick Frost to make don't. But Thanksgiving was the one I was like, if I could just pick one, it would be that. And the fact that it's coming out, I am beyond excited for it. I can't wait. You know what would be cooler than Thanksgiving? Maybe. Hear me out. Grindhouse 2. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I really liked both Planet Terror and Death Proof. Um, the, it's funny. The, the more I watch them, the more I find myself liking Death Proof better. Uh, but I don't know that I don't know that I, I want to see the two of them try it again. It was kind of tough to sit through it because it was such a slog. And the movies well, weren't stunt, as good as they should have been. Stuntman Mike made made the movie for Death Proof. Yeah. Well, I not only love that, but I love the the weird chase like finale. Yeah. Yeah. Like that that whole sequence. I'm like, it's just such a fun sequence. And then like when they kick his ass and he's like, oh, God, I'm sorry. And he's just crying and they're whooping his ass. Like, again, I laugh every fucking time. So it's 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 a lot of fun. I mean, Kurt Russell in anything is good. We've discussed this. But uh, yeah, I really like Death Proof. I love the uh, my favorite part was the uncomfortable up close shots of people's feet. <laughs> well, it was Tarantino. <laughs> I remember like finally getting what like he had a foot fetish, and that was when I finally got it. Well, I was like, wait a minute. I was I was listening to this is years ago, but I was listening to Film Sack, and they they covered uh, from Dusk Till Dawn, and um, and they were talking about the whole foot fetish thing. And, like, a couple of the guys were kind of grossed out by it. One of the guys was, like, kind of defending it while saying, like, look, I'm not, I'm not, that's not my thing, but I don't think it's that big of a deal. Which is kind of where I stand on I'm like, I, whatever, whatever floats your boat, I don't care. But the scene with Selma Hayek pouring beer down her leg into Tarantino's mouth, knowing that he has a foot fetish, is really creepy. Can you imagine <laughs> just, like, you want to be in this movie? I'd love to. Okay, here's the deal. Uh, I have to suck your toes on on screen. <laughs> and it, that's when it's like, uh, I don't know. I mean, it, like, it it definitely uh, helps Samuel Hayek's career, but it's kind of creepy that he does that shit. Oh yeah. Although I I do I did think it was funny. The the one guy goes look. He's like, I I don't got a foot fetish. I'm not into that. But if I had the opportunity to suck Samuel Hayek's toes, I mean, that's Twitter bragging rights for life. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's yeah. got a point. Okay. <laughs> and I get like, this is going to, I'm going to put my fucking foot in my mouth. I'm sure. <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I can't relate because I am not female and I'm not claiming to have any grasp of what women go through, but you're trying to make it big in Hollywood and you know, you're getting asked by all these producers to do nudity and shit. And it must get, must be horrible when you're actually you're like I'm a great actress. Why the fuck right. do I have to do this constantly? If a director's like, can I just film your feet up close? Is it is that the lesser of evil, the two evils, or is it like, are you protective of people seeing your feet too? I don't know. I'm not as See, a now, guy. If you ask me to show you my balls on film or show you my gross fucking raptor toenails, <laughs> you know <what> I, mean? <laughs> I got no problem showing those off. <laughs> I mean, I would imagine you're not you're not wrong just because it's 
you know, people go barefoot all over the place or wear flip flops or sandals or whatever. But knowing that it's a sex thing, I imagine would be off putting. Well, yeah. You know what? It's in a sexual context, I guess. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. OK. Yeah. It's it's that whole thing of like, you know, <laughs> like, OK, <laughs> if I'm walking around without a shirt on and someone sees me. I might be a little embarrassed, but I'm not going to care too much. If someone's like, take your shirt off there, big boy. I'm going to be like, no, I don't want to. All right. Mike, you, Mike, you're the sensitive one uh, on the pod. <laughs> Thank you for that. You're more in touch with uh, your femininity than any of us. <laughs> like, I'm trying to like a typical guy moment. Like I have this thought and I'm trying to get it out there without being perverted <laughs> and insensitive. And there's like zero chance of that fucking happening. <laughs> Oh, my God. You know what? If you're a good actress, you shouldn't have to take your clothes off for anything. Agreed. <laughs> Toes, boobs. It, it should be, you know, the men now. Oh. So I'm sure hey. Barbie is full of guys taking their shirts off and crying. I, <laughs> I just watched Basket Case last week and uh, freaking, what's his name? Kevin. Um, oh, my God. The, Dwayne. The, Dwayne, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Running around with his Afro bush. I mean, that was pretty amazing. oh god that scene cracks me up if you want a good time watch any extra that frank hellenlotter does for dvds and blu-rays for basket case Mm -hmm. um one of the new synapse releases for basket case i think it's the 4k basket case he does a revisit of Dwayne where he goes and visits the guy who plays him who is a sculptor now yep and it's like him on his farm being filmed by Frank Hellenlotter, and he's talking about how Belial's still alive and he lives in the forest. <laughs> it's it's just a lot of fun because you can hear him in the background. They clearly don't have the puppet mm. or anything, but um, I love that kind of shit. I don't know why. I love Belial. Years ago on eBay, somebody was selling one of the babies oh, I that they took from that. the set of the third movie. Yeah. Uh, the black one. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I I have to fucking have this. And it went for like $3,000. I had maybe like Oof. $200 in my bank account. Yeah. Uh, and it was just riding foam rubber. But it's one of those things that like, I would love to have that prop. Oh, hell yeah. Bird, you know, like put it in a, a glass case and hermetically seal it. Just never <laughs> let anybody touch it. Yeah. Um. All right, guys. So. We're getting older. You, Mike, we mentioned the Transformers and the farts and the dick jokes. <laughs> yep. Nostalgia is a thing. Selling things to man children is smart business. So, you know, Hollywood loves to take what's old and make it new again. So we got a lot of stuff coming in 2023. We got some trailers, audio only, I'm sorry, of some upcoming movies that are, you know, taking the shit from our childhood, polishing it off putting Shia LaBeouf in it or whatever, and selling it to us again. So uh, sit back. We've got an upcoming movie from Michael Bay. The day keeps moving because there's, you know, people are still jacking for that 4th of July position. So it's sometime this summer. But uh, buckle up, listen to this commercial, and then we're going to go to show and tell. We'll be right back. This summer from Michael Bay. Go underwater with... The Snorks. You've seen them before, but never like this. Snorks. Blowing things up. Snorks. Fucking their blowholes. Snorks. 
blowing more shit up. Snorks getting blown up. Snorks pissing on each other. Starring Shia LaBeouf, Megan Fox. Snorks coming this summer. Do you notice that I said coming with an emphasis? Because the Snorks will be doing that too. Snorks in 3D. Rated R. You know, I think Michael Bay is an underrated filmmaker. Oh, I would I would like to see uh, I would like to see Michael Bay take on Shakespeare. Yeah, <laughs> it would be like uh, what is it? Schwarzenegger's Hamlet in Last Action Hero. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you paused after Shia LaBeouf like it fucking mattered who else was in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Shia LaBeouf and whoever the fuck, I don't know. <laughs> In my head, I was thinking, Morgan Freeman, say Morgan Freeman. <laughs> oh, uh, damn, I, yeah, no, you know, you know what it was? I had a brain fart moment. I was trying to think of Jamie Foxx. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know that they would make it into a CG cartoon and have like the worst fucking voice actors like Will Smith and. See, I'm oh. picturing it 100% like Avatar. Oh, God. <laughs> Where it's like weird, really weird motion capture with like semi-human faces on the snoring bodies. <laughs> oh, that would, like cats? Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, if they did do the CGI thing, I guarantee you Chris, Chris Pratt would do the voice of Aki. Oh. <laughs> And he would sound exactly like Chris Pratt. <laughs> exactly. He would, because Aki never spoke. He'd still be like, hey, I'm a snork. Look at me. Snork noise. Snork, snork noise. I think I'm a snork dog. I don't know what yeah. I am. My octopus? What is this? Fucking snorks. What the fuck? Underwater snorks. Along with the snorks. Yay. I remember the theme song and I remember the yellow guy. I don't remember much else all, about the all snorks. All star. Yeah. Yeah. And they like hated yep, pants. Eat on him. <laughs> I, you know, I remember watching it as a kid and not really care. Like that was one of those cartoons that would come on like after some of the cartoons that I had already watched. Like I like to watch. Yeah, and I was like, eh, whatever. It, like it's still on while I'm playing with my toys and eating my cereal. Um, but I never really got into the Snorks. There was a fan theory that came out probably like 20 years ago at this point that was like the Snorks takes place in like a post-apocalyptic wasteland, and then they applied that theory to SpongeBob later. <laughs> Which cracked me up. So I'm like, okay, that's interesting that this is after like a nuclear holocaust. I, I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, all right, we went to mer people. Got it. Uh, the Snorks. <laughs> it's, you know, it's on after Robotech. Please watch. The Snorks. <laughs> Followed by the Hair Bear Bunch. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> shit you don't want past nine o'clock. Oh, uh, before we get to show and tell, you guys know what time it is. Oh, yeah. It's the best it's, part of the podcast, y'all. It's the beast feeding time. <laughs> you know, okay, I'm only... surprised if you're feeding your cats <clears throat> parts and we never knew. <laughs> uh, maybe. Like you're acting all casual, but you're actually like running a knife across somebody's throat right now over the cat dish. <laughs> 
Oh, those aren't cat screams. Lap up the blood, Leia. Hello, Leia. She's realized what time it is. Of course, because Dr. Mew is spoiled, I will likely have to bring his food to him upstairs. What a lazy asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Leia agrees. Dr. Mew is like, I am the firstborn human. Yep, Dr. Mew is... He is he is the king. <laughs> Father, Mama Bird it for me. <laughs> Shoot that whisk- he, whiskers. See, and now he, I just pictured Josh like slowly ralphing up a human <laughs> arm into his mouth. Come here, Doctor Mew. <laughs> it's supper time. Oh God, it's only a finger. Yeah, and still, as of right now, there is no sign of Dr. Mew. That's funny. Are you going to find him upstairs, like, asleep with headphones on, listening to a Korean Clearwater Revival, and there's going to be a bowl in his lap? (laughs) Yeah, that sounds like Dr. Mew. I think think he's actually asleep on our bed. Anytime, uh, Anytime I... I make the bed midday. He comes up and he's just like, I think it's time to nap on your nice made bed. <laughs> so, yeah, care yep. in your mouth while you sleep. You do now. I'm going to rub my asshole on your pillow. <laughs> oh, they, they, most of the time, uh, we have at least one cat in the bed with us. Man, lucky. Uh, I just have my wife that's made out of pillows that I tape together. So Teresa's not real. I just fake her voice. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's funny you say that because there are absolutely times if if either Ruth or I, because because Ruth often is goes to work before I get up in the morning, and. Uh, depending on who is up first and out of bed, we'll arrange our pillows to be like a fake body next to the other person. <laughs> it's just like, that, I'm going to let them keep sleeping. Here's pillow body. That's adorable. It really is. You guys are the cutest. <laughs> I'm not saying that sarcastically. I, I swear. <laughs> well, <I think. laughs> um, I guess I'll start while Josh is uh, mopping up the blood that the cats don't. All I got this week, actually, it's probably a lot now that I'm thinking about it. I got some clearance finally at Target. Like, I was waiting for things to kind of get below that $10 threshold. So I picked up Hordak and Trapjaw from the Masterverse stuff. I li- I, my Hordak has the arm popping out problem. Boo. So, oh, like, you kind of pose it, and it, it just kind of comes off on its own. Which is fine, because I, you know, Hordak gets his arm ripped off. Uh, but he's not as cool to me as Trapjaw, which mm-hmm. I think is a much better figure. Uh, in particular, like, I don't know if you've noticed this, Josh. The way the kneecaps look yeah, these guys is a little little weird. So Trapjaw's, it's part of the sculpt. It's part of the function of the sculpt, so it looks cool that way. But with Hordak, it's just the proportion's a little weird where the kneecap is, and I see it every time I play with him. Uh, he's still fucking cool. I love his crossbow and his cape, and it's Hordak. You know, what's not to like? Uh, 
Um, I got some garbage bell kids. I nice. bought several boxes of the new Chrome Series 5, and I got Nasty Nick, who is the number garbage pill number 1A, who's the vampire who's about to bite the Barbadell. And nice. I got the B name for Adam Bomb, which is Blasted Billy. So slowly but surely, I'm going to like work my way through the collection. But Evil Eddie, Nasty Nick, which is number one, the vampire, and Adam Bomb are the, like, hard ones to get are the ones everybody wants the rest are kind of like very manageable uh so once i get one b evil lady i can kind of just at my leisure get the rest of them and have a complete series one um, after that you can get blowjob billy that's right <laughs> if you guys have i fucking forgot to mention this last episode um it's from the creator of brickleberry um Waco O'Gun and Roger Black, and they have on Netflix, they have two cartoons. They've got Farzar, and they have the other show Paradise PD. Paradise PD got canceled, but they're doing Farzar. In Paradise PD, they had an episode where um, Werner Herzog directed porn with one of the characters on the show. <laughs> I sent it to you. It's fucking hilarious. It's like right out of Josh's playbook. But then they also <laughs> cut to a scene of three guys that could be us. <laughs> as like the camera crew. It's spoofing um, Boogie Nights. But nice. it just cracked me up. So if you haven't watched um, Paradise PD or Farzar, check them out. Uh, they're fucking funny. And they've got like the voice uh, Tom Kennedy's in it. And the voice of Master Shake, who loves to do cameos on Josh's birthday. Um, but Woo-hoo. it's fucking great. I laugh my ass off. Very show. What's that like, dairy milk? <laughs> <laughs> that Timmy, you should stay away from him. I picked up two Fortnite guys, the bigger ones, on clearance. I got Brutus, who comes with uh, the Gatling gun. He's like a deluxe. Yeah, and he looks cool. He's not. The figure's great. The Gatling gun sucks. Mm. Really. So, he comes with uh, like a, a like a drop crate with this Gatling gun in it. What they don't tell you about in the picture, it looks one way. When you open it up, it looks entirely different. There's some sort of like paneling on the side that's opened up and jutting out to the front of the Gatling gun. And you can't condense it. You can't take it off. So the picture in the box is inaccurate to the toy. You're getting the Gatling gun. Um, and it's cheap plastic and it's warped. So it doesn't spin. It's just like a crappy looking Gatling gun. That doesn't matter, though, because it comes with a meat cleaver and a hammer. Like the Brutus that came from Jax, the three and three quarter spin master or whatever. So that's how I have him posed. He doesn't have the ski mask, but he's got a helmet over the ski mask. And it's got a white suit with a hammer and a meat cleaver. I think that's much cooler than all the goofy looking Fortnite guns. Mm. Um. And then I picked it up. It wasn't on clearance, but they marked it on clearance because the box was smashed from the newest wave that's showing up at Target that has um, the Red Amoeba guy. I don't know. Oh, the yeah. Names. I got a robot chick, basically. She's really cool. Yeah, no, I've she's one of those ones I've looked at several times and considered buying, but uh, just never pulled the trigger on. She's got arm blades. Yeah. And she looks like she's out of a role playing game. It's a Japanese uh, role playing game. I think Eva, I think Le- is your name. Lexa. Lexa. Yeah. Single syllable. Yeah. Super cool. Um, 
that's what I got. Mike, what'd you get? Um, well, actually, you know, I'm, I'm going to still mention a couple of things that I got from Christmas. Um, I, I got uh, from you, actually, Mike, I got the reaction uh, Cobra officer and um, Destro from yep. Super 7. Yep. Friggin' awesome. I, I have the missiles on my Destro. A minor, minor are clipped on there pretty nicely at the moment, so hopefully I won't lose them. <laughs> but uh, th- these, other than the bat, these are the only other GI Joe reaction figures I have, and they're really nice. Like I'm gonna have to keep paying attention if they uh, if they go on clearance because I, I was impressed with these, um, as well as the uh, two Marvel Legend. Um, was it? Are they, are they Marvel Legend Retro? Is that what they're called? Yeah, yeah, the little guys. That I, I you got Daredevil and Iceman. I friggin' love both of these. Like I'm I'm shocked because Hasbro's been pissing me off lately. But they feel like skinny super or not super secret wars. They feel like skinny secret wars. Yes. And they have that same kind of articulation, that same kind of feel to the to the plastic. And I have been loving that Iceman figure. He's not Iceman. He's been like a weird spirit figure for me because he's that cool translucent blue with the, the bright white eyes. Like, I really like that figure. Um, so I got those. And then um, I do want to mention, this is not toy related, but it's other stuff I got uh, for Christmas. I got some video games. Um, my, my son bought me high on life for, uh, for my computer. And Oh my God, <laughs> like the, it, it is amazing. Like <laughs> this game is so much fun and like, it was totally unexpected. It was, it was amazing that he did with his own money. He, he bought it for me. So I was like that super proud dad moment. Um, it was, it was, it, it was really cool, but this game, I absolutely adore. It's, it's so much fun. Um, if you're looking for a, a funny, but challenging, uh, first person shooter, definitely check it out. Like I was impressed with the level of challenge with some of the fights because it's not overpowering. It's not to that point where you're like, I can't get past that, but it's also not just stand there and shoot at it. Like you kind of have to like play around with the boss fights a little bit. Like the very first boss fight, you're you're jumping around a room that is filling with goo, <laughs> and like you're like grappling using a little well, it's a knife, but it's a a grappling hook kind of thing. You grapple around the room while dodging shots that she's firing at you and trying to still shoot her. So it's like it's a lot of movement involved with the gameplay. So I I really enjoyed that. Um, but then I also got uh, Terminator Resistance which is a game I've had my eye on forever. And um, it succeeds in one thing that no other Terminator video game or honestly movie since the first one, in my opinion, has done. It it makes the Terminator scary. Like, it's really fucking creepy. Um, You never feel like you're powerful enough to to take on the machines. It's always like like every machine is frightening. So... It, you, you basically play in the future war. So you're uh, you're in the future. Humans are hiding out from the Terminators. And it's just it's your standard, you know, first person shooter game. Like it's just a story driven FPS. And I really am enjoying the hell out of it so far. Um, and then the other one I got, I won't go into all of them, but uh, Ghosts and Goblins Resurrected. Oh, yeah. I have an eyeball on that. <laughs> if you want to bang your head on the wall for an hour, play Ghosts and Goblins Resurrected. Ooh. Because <laughs> it's um, it does not disappoint in the difficulty <laughs> section. If you guys remember the old Nintendo version of... Was yep. it Ghosts and Goblins or Ghouls and Ghosts on Nintendo? I can't remember. 
one or the other. I don't recall. Yeah, there's. But, I always call it Ghouls and it's yeah, Ghosts and well, Goblins, the, Ghouls and Ghosts, something. Because there's and the then, two different names, yeah. And then there's Demon Demon's Crest. Yeah, that this uh, this version is basically like they took that old eight bit video game, updated it to beautiful graphics, and the graphics are gorgeous on it. But they kept that difficulty level, and it's mind-numbingly frustrating. But it's in that level of, like, I don't know if you guys played Super Meat Boy, but it's yep. kind of in that same vein where it's like you get pissed off and then you want to try again. And it's like, it's it's addictive. But Isn't uh, Super Meat Boy like you just can play indefinitely over and over and over? And then yep. once you beat the stage, they show on a loop, like, all of your deaths? Yep. Okay. Yeah, because, well, I mean, you you... I mean, you die, you have to try again. And it's like, there's no like limit on how many times you can die, but it's frustratingly difficult. Um, it's one of those like precision platformers. Like I'm sure you guys have seen the people that do the Super Mario Maker and they make those levels where it basically you're going to die if you don't time every single jump just right. Super Meat Boy does that. See, that's not fun to me. Exactly. That's stressful. That's why I yeah. hate um, Cuphead, Hollow Knight and Cuphead. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, you guys know I'm a fan of Metroidvanias. And I was going to say that, like, I wish um, Ghouls and Ghosts was a Metroidvania, but it kind of takes away the, you know, the appeal of the game. People like the game because of that reason. Yeah. Um, I can't stand like if you do not have exact hand eye coordination, you're mm-hmm. fucked. So it's like. I want to enjoy this game. I don't want to have to do thumb push-ups. See, you know? I I like it when it's it's that it's like Super Meat Boy or, or this this uh, Ghosts and Goblins Resurrected, where it's like it is frustrating and it 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 will piss you off, but it's fair. Where it's not just like oh you didn't time that in that like that millisecond you didn't hit like it doesn't do that like it gives you. It, it, get, it like you can see where you have to go. Like it's not just that you better memorize the entire map type of thing. You can you can kind of, you have a fighting chance, I guess is what I'm looking at. Um, whereas like Cuphead, I played that game. I got up to the devil, and I had to stop. I couldn't I couldn't play it anymore because the devil encounter is completely random. Like it, it, there, there's the there is a pattern, but then it changes. And I just couldn't defeat him. And I got I got so frustrated. I damn near wanted to break my controller in half. So I'm like, you know what? This is supposed to be fun. I'm done. <laughs> like, yep. I cannot play you anymore. I enjoyed it while it lasted. I'm now done. I so. hit that point real early with Cuphead. <laughs> See, I, I kept hitting that point. But then thinking about it going, no, wait, I can I can beat that level. And then I'd come back at it and I'd be like, OK, yeah, no, I got this. And then, but the devil, I just, every time I tried it again, I was like, I can't, I can't beat him. I liked video games where the hardest thing was, is you had to figure out, uh, you know, what weapon kills Iceman in Mega Man. <laughs> Actually, no, Mega Man's too fucking hard, because even then, I can't get through the Dr. Wily stages. Uh, I like being able to figure out, like, where to bomb walls in Zelda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the level of my, you know. That, then you would like game. Terminator Resistance, because that's part of the gameplay. It's finding out where to blow up a wall. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> Josh, do tell us about all of the lovely things you bought at Target this week. Uh, I, I got I got too much this week. Uh, 
I'll start off with uh, one that I, I haven't mentioned yet. I grabbed the Transformers Earth Spark Twitch. Ooh, okay. uh, it's the one that turns into a drone. Uh, I like it a lot. It's definitely, you can feel in the plastic that it's like a step up from um, Cyberverse. Okay. Because you know how Cyberverse, like, the toys were good, but the plastic felt a little eh? Yeah, definitely. So, this is, I'm going to say this is a step up from Cyberverse, but still slightly below uh, Mainline Legacy. Okay. So, so it's still, like, it's very good quality plastic. But it's um, still it's still aimed more at, at the kid audience, right? Yeah. Transformation right. is pretty simplistic. However, I do have to criticize it for one thing. Um, there is an issue with the transformation if you just transform it straight out of the box. And that it, it has two slight tabs. Uh, I don't even know if they're tabs. They're just, like, I guess bumps for resistance uh, that kept it from being easy to transform. Like it, it made it a chore. Uh, And I took the three seconds to shave them both off and now it's fine. So it's, it's a fun toy. Uh, I will say, however, wait for sale because it is the new deluxe price point. How much is that? That is 24 99. Oh, okay. Um, I like it. It doesn't feel like that price point is right for these bumps for her resistance. Um, I'm going to say, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to say, uh, this is a solid 15 to $20 figure. Okay. Okay. Um, that being said, I am still excited for, uh, it can't remember the name of the other one, but the side, the motorcycle with the sidecar. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's cool. that's the other one that I will definitely pick up, no question. Um, other than that, so far this line seems to be a mix of new, completely new molds, and then also just straight up like repaints of Cyberverse figures. Mm-hmm. Although because the plastic is better, if I see them at a good price, I might actually go for some of them now. Uh, so yeah, no, uh, I can definitely say. Solid Transformer, fun alt mode is a little gappy, but really, like, what what more can you expect for a Transformer that is genuinely aimed at kids? Right. Uh, also got the Masterverse Deluxe Too Bad. Oh. Holy shit, I love it. I want that figure so bad. Um. Man, the texturing they did on I can never remember who was who. Uh, yeah, I'm the not tex- sure either. The texturing on the blue side, it's interesting because it's not smooth. It's almost like it almost looks like muscle and sinew, but it's all just blue. Uh, I I really like it. It's an interesting choice, but I really like it. There's a really really cool feature on the back. Uh, He's He's got weapon storage for one of his three weapons, so you can store it on this back. But the sculpt for it, it's this... I'm, I'm taking a picture to send to you guys, but it's this weird little, like, face that you shove the weapon into the mouth of. 
Yeah, I want to see that. I just sent it. And yeah, it's, it's oh wow, it's fun. oh that's cool. Uh, and he and because he's new Eternia, mm-hmm. it's he has like extra armor bits and weapons that aren't classic too bad. But if you take them off, he's immediately just classic too bad. So have like, he, have he? Can he punch himself? He can't. He doesn't. Well, I mean, he he can pose like he's punching himself. Okay, but. Uh, you know, actually, no, he can't quite reach. That being said, uh, I do have to give him two slight nitpicks. Uh, he's otherwise perfect. Nitpick number one, his right hand, the, the blue the blue side. Mm-hmm. The gripping weapon hand, I think it's because they used the silver swirled plastic. Uh, it's a very hard plastic, and it's very difficult to get a weapon into his hand. Uh, it should not be that difficult. Uh, which brings to nitpick number two. The uh, And this is a very minor nitpick and not one that I, I genuinely care about at all, but I still have to point it out. Uh, the new axe piece that he comes with that is based on, like, one of the vintage designs that has, like, the double dragon head on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the paint on the on the handle for that axe is very thin and will chip if you try to put it in the right hand. Uh, that's annoying. But but also, do I really care about a little bit of splash of paint on on the handle of the weapon compared to the figure itself? Not really. I mean, if he's holding it and you can't see it, exactly. I get it. Uh, like, it was one of those things that I noticed, and it immediately was like, okay, that goes in the left hand now. Uh, but, no, he's he's a lot of fun. He's very bulky. Um, he's definitely, like... Like, you guys know how the uh, the Deluxe Beast Man was very heavy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's He's got that same weight to him. Like, he just feels like a good, weighty figure. Good. Nice. Uh, and, and yeah, I love the fact that you can just pop the, like, two extra pieces of armor off, and he's instantly just classic too bad. Like, there's, I, there's very little separating him from classic too bad to new Eternia too bad. I'm just ha- happy to have a too bad that has a proper weapon. Yeah. You know, he's always got the shield or the double mace, which makes no fucking sense because it looks like a clickety-clack. Um, a mace is perfect, you know? And he has three weapons, plus his shield. Yeah, which is great. So, uh, I'm definitely excited, um, by him, and I want him probably the most, other than Mechanek, who is a, a favorite of mine, as far also as... Also uh, found, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm patiently waiting my Big Bad Toy Store Ground Ripper and Mechanek, otherwise I would have bought that yesterday. Would it be cheaper but, to just buy it, or is it is well, it your pile of loot? No, it it already shipped out actually. Oh okay. I got my shipping notice Friday. <laughs> I was like, oh, Mechanic and Ground Ripper are hitting Target. I better go out hunting tomorrow. And then like two hours later, it it was like your item has shipped. And I was like, oh, well, okay then. Uh, also found the new deluxe wave of Origins. Yeah. 
of which I bought Thunder Punch He-Man. I don't know if you hear the, uh, <laughs> yep. the pop there. He's been punching um, things nonstop since you bought him. I am not sure if I've had so much fun with another Origins action feature. I And it's partially because it's that classic Motu power punch. Mm-hmm. That like he's he is the first one to have that, and to suddenly have that back is just a moment of like, oh god, I'm gonna punch a horde trooper in half. I'm gonna punch battle armor Skeletor. I'm gonna punch all the things. <laughs> uh, but it works really, really well. Uh, the 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 sound is definitely like you know those weird metal noise clackers that you can get. Yeah. Yep. The sound is achieved in a similar way. If you take the armor off, he has slats in his back. And you can see that there's like a metal sheet that something is clacking against. Okay. Uh, and in, in person, it's a pretty decent sound. I actually watched a video of classic Thunder Punch He-Man just to refresh my memory. And honestly, the sound is not dissimilar to what you see in videos of the classic one. Uh, it's not incredibly loud, but it's loud enough to give you that satisfying <laughs> he been hit something really hard feeling. <laughs> uh, I also think next to Mosquito, this is probably one of the best energy effects they've done. Because it actually does look really cool on his hand, like he's charging up for a super punch. Nice. Uh, other than that, he comes with his shield, which is a very nice back metal, and a semi-translucent uh, it's if you hold it up to the light, you can see through it like it's that kind of translucent, uh, but not in any true translucent sense. It's just that it's it's almost like they didn't mix enough pigment in. Okay. But I'm sure it's to replicate the vintage sword look, which was a bit more translucent. Uh, I don't know. It's something that I wanted to point out because I've seen a lot of people online complaining that. The sword is a different shade, and part of the fun was having that yellow sword. I don't know. I've I've compared pictures, and I'm like, I don't know. It looks like maybe there's slightly more pigment in this one, but still not quite enough to make it a solid color. I I don't I don't understand fans. Yeah, it's, it's quote unquote fans being fans. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I can criticize with him is I wish he came with a fake cap ring to to store on the shield. But you know where Even to get one. Yeah, exactly. Oh, hell, I can just go to Dollar Tree and buy a real thing of caps and stick one on there. Well, that's true. Um, but then that brings me to, as much as I love Thunder Punch He-Man, he is definitely, I would say he's in my top three action features for all of Origins. Uh, of all time, maybe. It's it's just it's weirdly satisfying. I I don't think I've felt as as little kiddish as I have with Thunder Punch He Man, because Ruth can attest to the fact that I I punched the Horde Trooper a few times with it, like on the table, and it is strong enough to punch the Horde Trooper clear off the table. <laughs> But then I instantly just 
grabbed it, grabbed the Horde Trooper, grabbed Battle Armor Skeletor, sat on the floor, and just had He-Man punch both of them repeatedly. <laughs> and I had a ball. I was just grinning, grinning ear to ear the whole time, because it was like, eh, eh, eh. Then I punched Ruth. Then I punched the cats. <laughs> then I took the pants off. It was a lot then of fun. Then I kicked the dog. And then Ruth told me I don't have a dog. Who the hell did I kick? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that brings me to uh, the my my two best for last things. Uh, I also got Origins King Hiss. Mm-hmm. I think King Hiss is probably one of my most anticipated figures in Origins next to snake face because i got a I got a serious heart on to them snakes um he does not disappoint he is everything i could have hoped for i i do agree it would have been a little bit cooler if the uh, snake mouths could have opened or closed in the case of his head but as far as improving on the vintage one he looks just cool enough and just ridiculous enough that, again, as as soon as I got a snake formed together, I was just like, holy crap, this is great. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. fucking King Hiss. And then I pulled out Jake the Snake, and I swapped some of the parts out with him. Oh. And that works really well. So, yeah, it was... Uh, I... I feel a little little guilty saying this, but I do have to deduct one slight point from him just for the sheer fact that, well, I get it. I get the reason he's a deluxe. It's because of the part count. He's a deluxe without an action feature. Yeah. Well, his action feature is the swapping of the parts, right? Yeah, I mean, arguably... All of the figures do that. Yeah, that would be like saying that the original action, the original line, the action feature was the power punch because they all had it. Yeah. And yeah, so like exactly that would be like making just a straight up He-Man with punching action as a deluxe in the vintage line. Yeah. So while I love him and he absolutely uh, meets and even I will say even slightly exceeds my expectations. Because uh, I, I actually, I don't think I ever noticed that the snake heads moved. Oh, uh, okay. Articulated. So when when I saw that, it was even more like I like him even more. Yeah, I think I just wish either it, either have it be like a swappable hand, or have it be like one snake mouth was permanently open, one was like however they wanted to do it. Like I, I get the closed mouths because it's very much like the vintage but I would have loved the option to have it look like his hand was attacking something. I agree. And I'm curious to know if uh, there will be any way to rig in one of uh, Snizzard's arms from mm. Lightning Collection. Still haven't gotten Snizzard. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm waiting for a sale, but part of the reason I want him is to put him with the Snake Men and even probably be like a further monster version of King Hiss. Yeah, that's not a bad idea at all. I hadn't even considered that. Um, and and it brings me to the the star, uh, a figure. I know one has been released before, but to be fair, for the first time in thirty five years at retail, 
there is a Frank Langella Skeletor figure. And it's fucking beautiful. I, the, the one thing that I wanted to nitpick about it, which is the fact that the hood is slightly raised on the edges. So if, you know, if he's just looking up or looking straight on, it looks a little wonky. However, it's built that way specifically to allow for better articulation of the head, because if the hood were sculpted fully down, it would, it would severely limit the articulation. And he is a very expressive figure for uh, as, you know, bulky with armor and hood as he is. Mm. But man, they could not have, I, I can't, I couldn't ask for anything more in a retail release of a movie Skeletor figure. It's a figure I've wanted for 35 years. I've, I skipped the super seven one because as much as I wanted it, it was one of those, like, I really want this figure, but this is not a play with figures. This is a $50 collector's item. Yeah. Uh, and even more so at the time that it came out, I wasn't necessarily in a position to spend the $50 on it. Right. Uh, and even more so if you, if you want to be even more exact with it originally when it was available just through super seven, you had to buy all four. I forgot it, about that. Yeah, you're right. And it, and it wasn't until later that Big Bad Toy Store had singles available, and even then they had a slightly higher price on them. I think they were 60 So, it, you know, initially, the only way to get a Frank Langella figure was to spend $200 and get three other figures that you may or may not want or care about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is what I did. And <laughs> I I really did, because I really almost did, because that's how bad I had wanted one. But I didn't end up doing it. I totally missed my shot. I regretted it. I almost overpaid for it several times. And holy shit, I'm glad I didn't, because I, I really think this one is a little bit better. It's a good thing you waited, yeah. Um, I think it's a little bit better for one... I actually do think the Skeletor likeness is better on this one. I agree. And I think it's because they've got the right tone of wash on it. Yeah. Um, and I think they got the costume more precise on this one. At least color wise, because if you look any, at any full lit pictures of the costume, it's really weird colors. It's not black and silver it's like it does have sort of purples and reds and almost pink hues to it and the cape itself is kind of a burgundy but because of the lighting in the movie it all just looks black and silver and this has all of the true colors of the costume on it not to mention the fact that i gotta give him credit because Oh, did we lose them? Uh, so here's the thing about Josh. He actually lives in the year 1834, and uh, you know <laughs> the time travel technology doesn't always work. Josh, you can see like the, we we, lo- the, we lost you, man. 
Yeah, we lost you for about a minute, Josh. Oh, did you? Yeah. Where'd you Where'd you lose me? Uh, you were talking about the wash on um, Bill and Jella Skeletor, and then you kind of ah. faded into obscurity. Ah, I was talking about how the uh, the the colors of the costume. How I I think that the this Masterverse one has a more accurate representation of the costume because it wasn't ever just black and silver, which is really the heavy colors that Super 7 went with. But if you see the costume itself in full lighting, it's, it's a mix of colors. Mm-hmm. Like, the cape and hood are, are sort of a burgundy. And that's very true on this this figure. Like, it's got all the true actual colors of the costume, not what the lighting in the movie makes the costume look like. Mm-hmm. And from a fan standpoint, I really appreciate that. Because cool. I can't tell you how many times I would look at the costume, like stills of the costume, and be like, wait a second. That's not a black cape. Cool. $20 or is he deluxe? He is a deluxe. He is totally worth it because he probably has the most extensive use of new parts on a basic buck of anyone in the series. I'm excited. (laughs) Like he's, he's got a new upper chest. He's got new wrist gauntlets. He's obviously got a new head. He's got, the uh, new upper cape piece that goes over his shoulders. New skirt, new boots. Like, it's it's extensive. Are you going to get He-Man? For the, yep, if you get that new head? Uh, He-Man shows up Thursday. Awesome. Cool. Um, did you spend enough money this week, you think? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> you yeah, guys want to... Hop into the news while of Josh course. spends even more money. Let me, you know, we brought up spending money. Let me ask you guys a quick question. I got my Mummy Bucks uh, coupon from mm-hmm. Super 7. So I have a $30 off, a $60 purchase, and up. I have the black and white Monsters in my shopping cart. That is a given because I'm a huge Monsters fan and I was waiting for them in black and white. The reaction figures. I'm sorry. Do I need. The Rainbow Mr. Bones. I mean, probably. I'm considering it only because I want to open one. Yeah, me too. And um, my my glow in the dark is hanging on the wall. So. <laughs> and do I need the Fisher Price inspired Astro Zombie? The black yes. and baby blue. Oh yes, yeah. that that yeah. one's pretty damn awesome. All right. Anyways. Let's hop into the news. Everybody's sort of favorite segment. You guys like to dance your cares away? Worry for another day, maybe? Because Boss Fight is making Fraggle Rock figures um, cool, but you're not going to see these at retail. you got to get them online. Uh, Boss Fight Studio does good stuff. I think the only other thing that's going to be a problem is these are going to take forever to get to you. So uh, let me check the window right now. Uh, I've ordered stuff from Boss Fight Studio, and it took over a year to get made. Fraggle Rock 
let's just click on red here. Okay, it says October. So hopefully these are already That's in production. That's not terrible. But, you know, plenty of accessories, changeable hat, changeable heads. You know, cool. It's what you need. I don't know about the doozers as much as the fraggles being important, but uh, cool nonetheless. Yeah. Uh, if you bought the Palisades Muppets and you still have that collection, I think these are a must because this is something that Palisades should have gotten to and they never did. Oh, R.I.P. Palisades. I still miss you guys. Yeah. Um, it's a shame that they went away. I don't think they ever should have. But uh, also coming out, tons and tons of new stuff from Playmates for Ninja Turtles. And these are hitting targets as we speak. <laughs> so Giant Turtles, New Elite Turtles, which are... These were supposed to be released to Toys R Us years ago. And then Play, uh, Playmates announced that they're coming back. It's Triceraton Shredder and Raph and Leo. No, Raph and Don in trench coats. And no, it's not even Raph and Don in trench coats. It's, it's Mikey and Don in trench coats because that happened in the first movie. Right. Well, whatever. <laughs> it's If you don't have... You know, any other turtles you want, like a budget-friendly, super-articulated turtle, go for it. You know, I think it's worth it. You know, I saw these, I, I did see these in person uh, yesterday, yeah. and I gotta say, I yeah. uh, the Shredder doesn't look bad. He just looks, eh. Like, it's, it's at the point where there are so many decent Shredders out there yeah. that... It's unnecessary. He doesn't do anything new to make me intrigued. The Triceraton looks really nice. Uh, and the turtles look okay, especially for the price point. Like, I really... The soft goods don't look terrible. I'm sure part of why they're as ridicule-worthy as they are is just because of the way they're shoved into the packaging. Yeah. I might... I might get one and see if, because uh, they're probably a cheaper option than a NECA movie turtle to put that extra mummy Mike head on. Oh, yeah. Um, but even still, I'm probably not going to pay full price. I will I will probably wait just to be like, okay, let's see what this is about. I, I don't like the, whatever, the elite playmate style. I'm not a fan. Um, what else is coming out? There's a deluxe Jada Toys... Dracula coming out with supposedly the Bela Lugosi likeness. It doesn't look like Bela Lugosi at all. Um, it's kind of one of those things like, cool if you don't have a deluxe Dracula, but the much better NECA version is hitting target and it's a little bit cheaper. So if you got to get one, I would get the one that actually looks like a tiny Bela Lugosi if, if that's me. Uh, Mezco's 12 points are making the Ninja Turtles or the 112 Collective uh, making the cartoon style. So orange, blue, purple, red Ninja Turtles, not to be confused with the comic Ninja Turtles that are coming out. It's super expensive. But if you're a fan of 112 figures or not 112, 112 Collective, I say these are a must. They're very, very cool. If I had four hundred dollars to just throw at something. (laughs) Yeah. Because yeah. they're they're friggin' gorgeous. Like I, I keep looking at them on Big Bad Toy Store. I'm not gonna do it because that's way way too much money. Um, but damn, are they nice? Yeah. Speaking of way too much money, here's some breaking news for uh, all of our listeners that 
just have, you know, 700 bucks burning a hole in their pocket right now. The <laughs> Robeson self-transforming Optimus Prime is currently available for order and in stock on Big Bad Toy Store. I saw that. <laughs> that thing that they showed off years ago that never came out. What? No? No, that no. Optimus Prime, like, I swear to God, we saw it like two years ago. As oh, like yeah, but it, it, it came out, though, the, trans, the self-transform. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I I saw tons of reviews for it, like tons of collector reviews about it. Yeah, and, yeah. And it was nothing but, like, singing its praises. Like, everybody seemed to love it. But um, it was also, like, a pre-order, made-to-order type deal, so. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, you know, I got a mortgage and a crippling addiction <laughs> of hookers. So uh, I'm going to pass. So you're going to get your own Optimus Prime with hookers and blackjack. Yeah. <laughs> Cocaine and syphilis. Speaking of syphilis, did you guys hear about Ron Jeremy? <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> I have not. Uh, Ron Jeremy not fit to stand trial for his 30 plus accusations of rape because he has severe dementia. And the running theory is it's dementia brought on by his brain rotting from syphilis. There you I go. Mean, I, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sorry, Ron Jeremy, you'll, you'll still be a fun joke to us. It's a shame. You can't understand what we're saying right now. So enjoy that. A sane asylum. They put you in and the applesauce the rest of your life. Uh, don't rape people because I will make fun of you till the day you die. You pieces of shit. Exactly. That makes no fucking sense. Um, where was I? Uh, Ron Jeremy, syphilis, addled brain. Ninja you say that. Turtles. You say that like it's in your notes, Ron. Uh, syphilis, added brain. <laughs> so a uh, bunch of news from Super Seven. We've got black and white monsters that I mentioned. The Fisher Price inspired Astro Zombie, which is like a black and teal. We're doing Princess Bride. They have a spinoff to the worst called The Weirdest. They're doing more Willow stuff, which if you haven't been watching Willow on uh, Disney Plus, it's the closest I've ever seen to a role playing game turned into a TV show where it's like each week is an adventure. I've, I can't sing more praises to that stupid, stupid show, but I love it. Uh <laughs> There's new G.I. Joe's coming out, and they threw in Red Laser, who is like a super, super obscure deep-cut G.I. Joe character, uh, which is a repaint of Cobra Commander with like a... He's a red figure with like a skull and crossbones motif based on uh, Action British Force. Action Force, which is yeah. fucking awesome. Well, that's um, the thing. It, it was never a, a G.I. Joe. It was always Action Force. Uh, it, it, that, it showed up over here a couple of times, but it was, it was still always action force, but it, it very much like the mask thing. It's been kind of absorbed into yeah. Hasbro. It's, I hope they make Cobra mortal if they're, they're going crazy like that, but oh, yeah. that's another story. Uh, they have a spinoff called the weirdest, which I, anything in-house crazy characters, I want all of it. They've got, they're doing characters from skateboard decks, some new rappers. And Oh, by the way, they've got Bismarck key. Nice. So, Oh, baby, you. I'm very excited about that. You got the toys I need. You say she's just a friend. Mm. See, now, the fact I was going to get ODB, but now it's like. You got to. I, I kind of need both. <laughs> like, gotta, I'm kind of hoping they continue with this rapper's collection. That ODB has got the best card back ever. And it's his, like, his bus pass. His labyrinth. Oh, yep. or, his, not his labyrinth. Love- his uh, 
Subway Pass, like the album. That's just fucking beautiful. I love it. I hope they do. Um, fuck, I don't know my rap. I'm gonna bungle it up. The guy with the the fake nose. Oh, uh, Humpty Dance. <laughs> well, um, there. Well, there's Humpty Hump. Uh, but yeah. it's the, he had a, another name. I'm forgetting. But yeah, Humpty Hump. Yeah. Wait, hold on a second. I gotta know this. Let's pause the show. Brought to you by Jerry's Closet. Humpty Dance is your chance to do the hump. Oh, Digital Underground. Well, that's the band name, yeah. Do the baby. I, do I was going to say, Tupac used to be in Digital Underground. Yep. Um, sh- Sugar Bridges. Let's the see. other name I was thinking, it's Shock G. That's the other name that, that I was thinking. Okay. I was like, I know he has another name. What is Humpty Hump's other name? <laughs> I don't know if Digital Underground is as popular as Bismarcky, but it's still pretty cool i mean if they'll make obscure metal guys like king diamond i think he's on that level uh plastic meatball is making labyrinth figures so if you want a david bowie to go on your pocket now's your chance <laughs> i didn't before but you've sold me now um, all I'm picturing is his codpiece in Labyrinth. Now you too can reenact the codpiece with a David Bowie action figure. <laughs> Just shove that in your pants. Think about Congrats. this for a second. You're you're just out Congrats. and about. You you did live you inside a. Your... Oh, Josh, continue your your David Bowie impersonation. I'll. I'll did you show your penis to the man in the greeting card company? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh david if you were in you know you find out you're in a jim henson kind of world and you're out doing your daily whatever and then a little teeny tiny david bowie pops up and says can i climb inside your pocket you're not going to say no to tiny david bowie who wants to play pocket pool you just don't that's a magical experience I mean, would you say no to regular David Bowie? Just saying. No. There's a star man <laughs> in your pocket now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So many good titles. So we have Up and Not Crying. Kind of too dark. Demon Seed. <laughs> meh. David Bowie in my pocket. Getting there. Would you let... What were we just talking about, David Bowie? Would you let tiny David Bowie <laughs> climb into your pocket? Would you let tiny David Bowie climb into your pocket? It's a long title. Who cares? <laughs> Maybe we'll go to 13 listeners over our 12. <laughs> it's David Bowie. You just you just shut up and you go, go to Mars. for the ride. <laughs> it's See, now, picture. You guys know that song, Tiny Bubbles? Yeah. Picturing <laughs> that except with tiny Bowies. <laughs> you know josh i i'm not saying that you know you make toys or anything they would like to throw ideas at you but tiny bowies oh my god that would be amazing you know Just sculpt one little tiny david bowie and have like a pa- like a little bag of mini bowies tiny bowies for your pocket like you know you're you haven't made tiny resin stuff in a long time you know tiny bowies yeah i don't know if it would be better as tiny bowies or itty bitty bowie oh <laughs> itty bitty bowie yeah like itty bitty bowie <laughs> you know <sighs> it's not quite poly pocket but it's much cooler 
<laughs> oh, you, you, okay. oh, oh, I'm having an idea. <laughs> <laughs> like, that is really fun. Oh, good times. Because, I mean, how much attention did you get for that Michael Myers, David Bowie? A fair amount. Uh, maybe yeah, this, you know. I think everybody loved that one. Who doesn't love David Bowie? Who doesn't have pockets? It's like peanut butter jelly. <laughs> Mash them together. Pocket Bowie. <laughs> you can, you know what you could do is you could just release them in different colorways and give a different name to each one. Be like, this one is Pocket Bowie. This one is Itty Bitty Bowie. This, yeah. this one's Tiny Bowie. Make a few different, like you know, Jareth Bowie, Lightning Bolt Bowie. Oh, I just figured like the same sculpt. Just this one is sparkly red, glittery one. You oh know? yeah, that's <laughs> true. This one is like glow in the dark. You know, you can make the Mick Jagger dance off Bowie. Just oh, put God, him in the bag. Yes. I can, can you imagine going to like the hip record store in town and like, oh well, look at that. David Bowie for my pocket. I'll get this, please. Thank you very much. And this Bismarck Key album and Korean Clearwater Revival. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Um and don't forget you can now pick up clear a clearance clearwater revival too. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody buys yeah. their albums anymore because they don't sing in Korean. <laughs> Um, guys, you know what my favorite TV show as a kid was? Well, you want to take a guess? Uh, it's Dynasty. not Small Wonder. <laughs> oh, I was, I was, I was gonna guess that. Uh, what, what was that late night HBO sex show? Uh, uh, Huggers at the Point. Yes. <laughs> what the hell was that? Eighty? That wasn't. It was the nineties. Uh, talking about real sex. Real sex. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to guess real sex. No. <laughs> in the 80s, that wasn't my favorite TV show. <laughs> it was his only TV show. That's <laughs> all I watched. Um, it was actually, it was Monsters, but for this joke, it was Elf. Oh. Great show about a little man from outer space that loves to eat pussy. That joke never gets old. Good old Gordon Shumway. Uh, I love Elf so much, I always incorporated him into my nerd fan fiction stuff. Like, I always just found a way to have Elf hanging around for no particular fucking reason. Um, <laughs> speaking of fun cameos, if you watch the trailer for Terrifier 2, Art the Clown has a cameo. For wait, I mean, Terrifier 2 that, that has... Or, no, wait, I, Mutilator <laughs> 2. Mutilator oh. 2. I was like, what? Uh, I was also very confused. <laughs> so if you're a fan of Buddy Cooper's uh, Fall Break or Mutilator, as it was later called, he's making like a meta sequel and Art the Clown walks by in the background in the trailer. Like, they give away the fun cameo. That's uh, awesome. It cracked me up. So because they can't leave well enough alone, you know, it was sooner or later. Alf is coming back. I think this is like a Hulu revival. I don't know. In but pog some, form. In pog form. <laughs> Listen to this audio pog, and we'll be right back. Coming this fall from the genius that brought you Prometheus and Alien Resurrection. Hide your cats. You can't. That's bullshit. You don't understand what you're dealing with, do you? Perfect organism. Ha! 
that's right, Gordon. I'm Gordon, and I'm going to take you, Gordon, and I'm going to eat your cat. Ha! That's right. This fall on the Nostromo in space. Watch an alien eat pussy. Ha! That joke never gets old. From Ridley Scott. Alf. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. <laughs> oh, I, I would do a full-blown coughing fit <laughs> when, when you just belted out the ha ah! after playing the ha. Ah! Oh my god, I fucking lost it. Uh. <laughs> Ooh, damn. Oh, what's better than eating pussy? I mean cat. Ha. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. I mean I hate Ridley Scott, but I kind of want to see him direct <laughs> Elf now. I would totally watch a Ridley, Ridley Scott directed Alf. He's right. so divisive for me. Like, when I hate his movies, I really fucking hate his movies. Yeah, same. And when I love them, I think they're works of art. The funny thing is, every time I've loved one of his films, I'm like, no, I can accredit it to other people. Yeah, okay, Dan O'Bannon, and yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, um, yeah. But, like, Alien, Legend, Blade Runner. Yep. Uh, I like Prometheus. I mean, I don't hate Prometheus, but it, it definitely left a lot to be desired. And I listen, Prometheus and Alien Resurrection are stunning and brave. Wait, you mean Alien Covenant? Resurrection was just. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, well, that one's stunning and brave, too. <laughs> yeah, actually. I can watch them all, that, except for that Alien one's stunning and brave, too. <laughs> you know, what else is the same way for me is Guillermo del Toro. Really? See, now. Del Toro, I pretty much love everything I've seen by him. Yep. Either like he nails it out of the park and I think it's the greatest thing ever, or I'm underwhelmed. Or I'm like, I, okay, I liked it, but... Uh, yeah. You could call me a Del Horo. Cause yeah, I'm kind of with you on that. You thought Carnival Row was like the greatest thing ever? Not Carnival Row. Um, his last one. Oh, the that one Pinocchio. that was filmed in Buffalo? Yeah. Yeah, I really liked that. I liked um, that it was filmed in Buffalo. Oh, I enjoyed the hell out of the story. It's always every other movie for me. Like, and I thought Shape of Water was okay. See, I, I kept just the whole movie. I just kept thinking horny Abe Sapien. So it, that that <laughs> yeah. that made me giggle a little bit. But overall, I enjoyed the film. See, I uh, when when Shape of Water came out, I had had a coworker uh, named Ryan who actually uh, did a a pretty decent Guillermo del Toro impression, mm. uh, and. I I don't remember at what point. I think it was probably release day. Like he came into work, he looked around the kitchen, and was like, "What's up, Ryan?" He went, "Hey, make a fish fuck." <laughs> <laughs> and we lost it. <laughs> so so as much as as much as I enjoy that movie, it's it's almost like George R. R. Martin in South Park. <laughs> I just picture like Guillermo del Toro being like. And then we're going to make the fish fuck. Uh, <laughs> in the next scene, we're going to show him open his legs and his dick come out. <laughs> I, I, I love the George R. R. Martin so hard. 
He stands up and his wiener's all floppy. And he shows up, but his wiener's like huge. It's way bigger and he knows it. <laughs> oh, fucking hilarious. But yeah, screw, screw Ridley Scott. <laughs> <laughs> As kind of we open the episode with a the theme. I want to stick this because, like, we kind of it's we're seventy five episodes and we're running out of things to fucking talk about. If it's not asshole jokes or Tiny David Bowie jerking you off or us <laughs> making fun of Korean cover bands, um, <laughs> do you guys get depressed? We all get depressed. Are you depression toy buyers? Oh yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I am very bad with that, and I'm a depression eater too. So, like, when I get down. It's breakfast werewolf time. <laughs> or like whatever I get my fucking hands on. Um, but it's usually toys like this week I was stressed out. I bought like four boxes of fucking garbage bell kids. Because it's like I don't know how to cope and I, I don't have drugs to fall back on. So I, I, think... I probably well, no, I actually never mind it because they're they're all sports related. But I was about to tell you that you know there's an, an entirely new series coming out entirely by Alex Party. Yeah. Um, they've jacked the price up on all of them. So I'm being like very, very selective. What they've been doing is they've been redoing the classic garbage spell kids in Chrome and including new, like new cards thrown in there with them. So it's just like, I'm in Walmart, I'm having a bad day. I look to my left and there's fucking garbage spell kids. So you can get like, it's like 20 bucks for 25 cards. It's not a deal. And then it's like you get suckered in because they have like, oh, I have a rare variant with a blue thing on it. And, um, and if it's not that, it's like, I don't need this Hordak, but I'm not having a good day. I'll get this Hordak. I buy toys that I haven't even opened yet that just sit around forever. Like I have yet to open the NECA San Diego Comic-Con stuff. It's just sitting in, on a shelf in my basement. Haven't touched it because I was like in a mood. And I was like, yeah, I need this thing figure haven't it didn't make me feel better but that's like my go-to it's so good though i know well you can't you know like while you're working you can't climb into a shower with your clothes on and cry that's <laughs> that's my go-to like the ace Ventura, i feel dirty like scrubbing yeah. myself clean with a, a wire brush that's how yeah. i cope now I, i've i've definitely been guilty of this where it's like you know, having a bad week or whatever, and then end up on Amazon and be like, oh, I'm going to order this G.I. Joe or I'm going to order this Ninja Turtle or whatever, you know. Um, I actually recently did that yep. with uh, the reissue Michelangelo, which I didn't talk about in show and tell. Uh, he did just show up today, but I got uh, Leonardo and Donatello for Christmas. So I'm like, well, now I got to complete the series. <laughs> so I ended up having a bad week and just buying him. And, Are those uh, soft head? Um, they're they're soft ish. Like they're they're plastic, but it's it's definitely a different plastic than the rest of the body. Yeah. Uh, damn it. Now I want them. Why are you I so mean, depressed, Mike? What the fuck? <laughs> I, it was a bad week at work. I remember one of the darkest times of my life when my first girlfriend broke up with me because she caught me going to a Power Rangers meet and greet at the mall. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh, but every time you tell that story. Um, <laughs> but I was way too fucking old and should have known better. Oh. And she dumped my ass. But beforehand, to appease her, I got rid of my action figures because they were for babies. Ooh. And it was like, she dumped me and I was like, I'll show you. <laughs> 
and I went to Toys R Us and just bought so much shit that I didn't fucking need. With money I didn't really have. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't even remember what I fucking got. Mm-hmm. I think I got, like, those Toy Biz um, Resident Evil figures, and I got, like, Water Squirting Beast of Wolverine and the Sentinel, and it's like, oh, I gotta have this. And like, no, I don't. I don't need these Earthworm Jim action figures, and I can't remember all the fucking shit that I got, but oh my god, all because of women. I tell you, <laughs> broads, but they're showing their feet. See, <laughs> I can tell. I can tell you. Uh, I, 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 I mean, uh, yeah, there was definitely some some amount of depression missed in there for these purchases, but there there are one distinct uh, uh, purchase spree that it happened before before I had moved from New York City, but uh, it was that, that short period of time that Sarah and I were living together, but not together. Uh, and it was at, at that point, past that point, where it was like, oh shit, I can buy toys now. I don't have anyone telling me I can't buy huge toys because they're not going to stay here anyway. Uh, and I absolutely, one of the first things I purchased was the Combiner Wars Devastator. Yeah. Because I was told explicitly I could not buy it before that. And I so, had that moment where I was like, I can buy it now. I'm going to buy it and put it on the goddamn bookshelf. Who's this She Demon's name? Sarah. <laughs> wherever you are, wherever you are, Sarah, <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you in the neck. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I don't know why that's always funny to say fuck you in the neck, but it Josh, always is. All right, so Josh, and, let me ask you a question here before you and continue one of your the, story. I was just going to say the uh, oh. one of the other things that I, I purchased was the uh, the Lego uh, Lego Ideas TARDIS. That, that was a, br- a brand that. new thing at a time. Um, where were you living in New York City? Harlem. When you moved from New York City, did you get like a moving truck? Yep. And you drove back to um, Youngston or Kingston or whatever? Lewiston. Lewiston. Stun, stun. Yep. Okay, I'm just like, yeah, I'm just picturing the whole process of like getting out of Harlem and getting back. Was it driving a pain in the ass, or did you just leave it at odd odd hours? Or and it was snowy as hell, if I recall, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, I don't, I don't remember the the exact reasoning, other than you know needing to get the fuck out. But like, there there was a point where like essentially it was like I'm going to be gone on this day, and my sister came to help me move, and we decided there was no delaying us from the night we were going to leave, even though a nasty for a snow s- snowstorm was forecast. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not have, my sister had the GPS. So the idea was for me to follow her in the truck. And my sister drove like a bat out of hell and lost me. So I drove across state in a moving truck full of, like, my entire life, uh, bleary-eyed in a snowstorm. 
that's fun sucks. fact, my sister my sister got home a solid two hours before I did. She didn't think to like look in the mirrors and like, oh, I lost Josh. I I don't remember the exact reasoning, but I think she there was there was something like I know she had to get back for I believe work, but she was also annoyed that we had left later than we had planned. Okay. So she just like she just gave no fucks at that point. I can't say as I blame her looking back. My uh my father was like that. Anytime we have to travel, he doesn't give you an address. He's just like, follow me. Because oh, he's old that. school. And then he he runs reds. Yep. Like he drives over people's yards. Like he thinks it's fucking hilarious. And it's like, I'm not gonna die to get to like a fucking baby shower in southern New York. If I'm going home, fuck it. <laughs> yep. But that was yeah, so that was that was not that was not a fun trip. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember I remember waiting to hear from you because like you had told me when you were leaving and I was like you you were talking about the storm, like we were texting, and I was just like, I, I'm a little nervous about this. It's not too good out there. But uh but yeah, no. Definitely glad you got back safe and sound. Yeah, that was uh you know, I <laughs> It's it's hard to think about this in this respect, but that was that was probably uh, a ten times more dangerous drive than ours. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not that ours was dangerous outside of lack of sleep and way too much caffeine, but uh, you know, and then there was that that moment when when I was like hopped up on way too much caffeine and about 30 hours into the trip and you were passed out and I'm driving along and that car passed me, uh, the, or I should say that truck passed me and a chunk of his tire flew off and scared the shit out of me. Oh, I remember cause that woke me up. <laughs> yeah. Cause it hit the car and I was like, ah! I just started yelling. <laughs> <laughs> freaked. I was so fucking freaked out at that point. Oh, I remember oh. we had to pull into a Walmart and pull that tire chunk. <laughs> yes. Because it had, uh, it had like wedged itself into the uh, the I don't even know what it's called, but the thing that you you the the car toe that you put on the back of the truck, mm-hmm. the hitch. Yep. It had it had lodged itself like into the hitch. Yeah. Oh, it was freaky. Uh, that was that was of course after I freaked myself out thinking about driving through Texarkana, and I'm like, the Phantom was never caught. He's gonna get me. <laughs> and then, and of course then you know we pulled it out and we were like okay going to Walmart and look at the toys <laughs> let's go look at the toys that's exactly what it's going back to the depression buying we were like okay we just had a really scary experience let's go look at toys yeah <laughs> you realize <laughs> that there's an entire aisle of Walmart that sustains itself on adults with trauma <laughs> that need to go back to their childhoods to function that's the only reason He-Man is successful. <laughs> wow, this got dark. Well, I'm just saying. I'm not telling you why I have like childhood trauma. <laughs> why I cry myself to sleep holding Skeletor, but you know, like I was driving through the middle of nowhere the other day and I was like, Jesus, that's dark. And you stop and think about it. Because <laughs> like, then I was like trying to think of ideas for the show, and I realized we've already talked about all this shit before, and we're just repeating ourselves. It's like we can't talk about trading cards. We can't talk about X, Y, and Z. We've talked about video games fifteen times. We just had an episode of all games. 
What do we talk about? And I was like, ah, let's talk about depressing shit. Gay pride Grizzlor. Grizzlor. Yeah, more gay Grizzlor. I have my gay pride Grizzlor on my desk right now. I'm looking at him too. He's uh, he's next to Bogatan. Nice. I say spread them cheeks. <laughs> gay pride Grizzlor will fuck you in the neck. <laughs> He'll fuck you anywhere he wants. Because <laughs> he's gay pride Grizzlor. <laughs> Man, where, why isn't Grizzler shipped? I know, right? I'm uh, it, you know what I forgot to like, mention for the news? They're making a Monsters Incorporated, not Monsters Incorporated, Monster High Elvira. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's oh. long overdue. For, and here a, is. Oh, good. Uh, no, go ahead. Uh, as you say, for, for a brief second, I was like, oh, I'm going to try to get that for my wife. And then I'm like, who am I fucking kidding? I won't get that. They sell out within seconds. All of these freaking. Monster High exclusives, like they had the Greta Gremlin and the Ghostbusters one. They, I mean, if you're not on top of it when they release, they're gone. It's so fast. That kind of sucks. Yeah. yeah. That's not fun collecting. No. And it's... and here's a bit of not fun collecting that's uh, also depressing. Uh, a lot of people have gotten word from Big Bad Toy Store that... Uh, the Origins Wave 2 that they put up for pre-order? Mm-hmm. Canceled. It was a miscommunication with Mattel. That is a Target-exclusive reissue. Ah, boo. Uh, well, sort of good news is that they've restocked that. So, oh, um, at a store today, got a second shipper. So, nice. you're getting more chances to get Wave 2. I hope they do it for Wave 3. Um, which was... Not quite as hard to find, but um, still pretty sought after, in my opinion. And that is the uh, the way with Roboto and Triclops. Mm-hmm. So, R- real quick, uh, a question about the the comics color Roboto that's coming out. Yeah. Um, maybe it's just the pictures, but does he have like some weird thing on his neck? Let's look. Up. I think it's just the pictures because so far. A lot of the pictures I've seen have just been him in the bubble. Okay. And I think they've just zoomed in, so it's the outline of the bubble around his neck. Because okay. I know exactly what you're talking about. I thought, like, it, it almost looked like like maybe there was something I didn't know about, like, production art or something, where he had, like, a weird, like, almost triangular-shaped head, where it's like there was, like, more plastic on the sides of his neck leading out to his shoulders. No, it's, Josh is right. Okay. I didn't know if, got, they, if they added something to him or not. Like one of the gears. He does. He, chest looks like a heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. I see, I see the picture that makes you think that. And it is just as far as I know. It's it's just because they've cropped the image of him in the blister. Okay. That's kind of what I was uh, assuming. But I was like, I don't know. Maybe there's something I don't know. Because if you look at his chest. It still has that center indent of the blister. I'm mm-hmm. send, I'm sending the picture now. Yep, I sent it to meant meant to send it to the group. But yeah, if you, I, uh, I'm pretty positive it's just the way he's cropped yeah, and photoshopped from being in the blister. I'm looking gotcha. at a different picture than you, Josh. He's got uh, the blister. The bubble <laughs> has a pinch around his neck. And that's, I think, because the head doesn't turn to do the jaw gimmick, which he has when you turn his waist, his mouth opens up yeah. and down. 
So the bubble's I, pinching him and it makes it look like his head is he's got like a like a fucking mullet. Yeah. I do look that he has the heart. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'll be getting the soul wave. I'm excited. Including uh the Sunman figures. Because I'm not? I'm getting pickier with the Sunman just because I don't have the nostalgia for them. Mm. Like I like them a lot, but like without Digitino's glow gimmick, uh, you know, when it comes to Boltman and Hypno, it's just like, hey, look at that! Two racist stereotypes on the same body painted different colors. Yeah, <laughs> I do have to say though, Boltman as an action figure is really fun. Like yes. I love, I love the the backpack where you can store the bolts. Like it just, it's it's a very cool build, and he's just, yeah, he's fun. Like, <laughs> I'm more likely to get Hypno because he at least comes with the weird bird. Yeah. I just, Hypno looks like he's completely high. He does. <laughs> and he's got weird silver bird and, like, a fidget spinner. So. <laughs> fidget man. Uh, no, I'll take, I'll take the high guy with the fidget spinner and the bird. I, I don't know why, but, like, because I got high, because I got high. <laughs> Popped into my head as soon as you said it. Oh, Afro man. Da, 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 I was da, gonna da, join da. the mo too, but then I got high. <laughs> I was stuck just fighting with Sun Man because I got high. <laughs> now I pick heads, bitch, and I know why. Because I got high, because I got high. Now I'm part of Sun Man. <laughs> 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 oh, fun times. So for a PSA, adult depression affects us all. And if you want to cope, sing Afro Man with your friends by mixing in Sun Man. You'll feel better. <laughs> It'll warm you on the inside, and you don't have to run out to the store and buy toys you don't necessarily need. The more you know, Rainbow Hands. Doo-doo-doo. Or, you know, think of that Funmation like He-Man. Boing! I can't. There's no way I could replicate that. Yep. Uh, before I, I close book on this, you know, depression talk. What's your binge food, guys? Do you have one? Peanut butter pretzels. <laughs> Peanut butter pretzels. I I have the the palate of an old man apparently, because I tend to like depression eat green olives and pepperoncinis. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Skip dinner? Why not eat a jar of green olives? See, both me and Tara were like, we we we've, we've done that. <laughs> you're like you're like Roger and Dawn of the Dead. Oh, uh, dude, I I friggin' love olives. Like it, it's it's ridiculous how much I like olives. Do you drink but the yeah, juice? I I have. Oh, <laughs> you know I don't I don't eat them often enough, but I will agree that I I do I do love them some. Oh God, I. It, it 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 sometimes grosses my wife out, like how much I will eat green olives because I'm just like I fucking love them. Um, but yeah, <laughs> pepperoncinis, it's the same thing. I will just sit there with a jar of them and just eat pepper after pepper. All right, all right, wait. Part of my ignorance. What the fuck is a pepperoncini? They're they're like um, okay. I'm sure. Have you ever had like a salad at a pizzeria? <laughs> That's the best way I can describe them. <laughs> yes. The weird green hot peppers that they throw that are like a hole with a stem on it. Oh, uh, 
<laughs> they're like they're like pickled little hot peppers that have been in a jar since like 1970. Well, I mean, you don't want to buy those ones. <laughs> All right, I got to I got to share a funny Zoe story. <laughs> Teresa got it was her birthday last week, and she got a coupon from Chuck E. Cheese, like five dollars off of something. So she was like, "Hey Zoe, let's go to Chuck E. Cheese because they love going to the arcade." They go, like, they do their thing, they get their tickets, they get some ice cream, and they're leaving, and Teresa's uh, checking out with the tickets. Zoe disappears and comes back, and she's got a mouthful of something, and Teresa's like, what What the fuck, what is, what's in your mouth? I didn't buy you cotton candy or candy or anything. She went and stole an egg from the salad bar at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Teresa got mad. <laughs> Teresa got mad because she's like, that's disgusting, and Zoe thought she got in trouble for stealing an egg, and Teresa's like, no. It's because the salad bar Chuck E. Cheese never eat that shit. <laughs> Much like the salad bar at Pizza Hut. Nobody ever touches it. No, <laughs> like, it's for decoration only. <laughs> like that's eating like the plastic grapes at an Italian restaurant. <laughs> so she was like, You have no idea how old that egg was. Why did you put that in your mouth? <laughs> oh, that's oh, what well, yeah. Oh, damn. For me, it's uh, Little Caesar's Crazy Bread. That that's your d- binge food. I it's disgusting. It's just pizza dough with like it's not even butter. It's like some yellow goop. <laughs> I, I mean Parmesan cheese, and it's fucking delicious. I I do love me some crazy bread, so you know. Uh, I have so many times in my life have just gotten a bag of crazy bread and like a bottle of Sprite and just sat somewhere like a like a hobo. And just sloppily, like, and then I'll get, they have dipping sauces now, like Papa John's. Mm-hmm. So you get a tub of the extra butter goop, like it's melted yellow crayon or something to dip. So if you didn't have enough liquid <laughs> cholesterol for your breadsticks, you can really soak it up and like rub the bread on the gravy on Thanksgiving and like get it up. <laughs> so now just to, to, to seal my, my old man taste buds. One of my other go-tos that I'm going to gross a lot of people out here is I, I fucking love sardines and crackers. Oh, <laughs> nope. So me, nope. me and Rufus will sit down on the couch and I'll eat a can of sardines with crackers and I'm, I always give him some sardines. So what time do you get home from work? Uh, well, six in the morning. Well, I get out at six, so I usually get home about like 645. All right, I, was, I was picturing you at home at like three in the morning in your recliner watching like gun smoke <laughs> and I just eating like, sardines with the cat. I mean, I do like gun smoke, but um, no, I if if I'm off, like I, I will be up all night. And yeah, like in the middle of the night, I will have stuff like sardines or, you know, a, a little plate of like pepperoncinis and olives. <laughs> <laughs> this is my 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 mental image of you. You're. <laughs> You're watching a television with rabbit ears. You're eating your gross old man food. And then a meteorite <laughs> crashes outside your house. And you take Rufus and a musket. And you go investigate the meteorite. But I have to be like, what in tarnation? Yep. Pooh Bear, come on. Let's go look for that. that I didn't meteorite. know the, the circus was in town. Maybe we can get us some free passes. Come on, Pooh. <laughs> you're wearing <laughs> overalls. <laughs> Oh god! Oh shit! Oh, but yeah, I got Zoe to sit through for more than five minutes. Was Killer Clowns from Outer Space? 
Proud dad moment. <laughs> I, I this episode, thank God, but she she just got up in the middle of it. Went, I got a poop. <laughs> so, I haven't gotten Caleb to watch it with me yet, but I I have brought it up and I showed him the trailer, and he was like, "Okay, I I kind of want to see that because he doesn't like clowns." And I told him the thing that cured me of my colrophobia when I was a kid was seeing killer clowns from outer space. Because I saw a poltergeist when I was way too fucking young. And it freaked me out about clowns. Like, I was terrified about clowns. Then I saw killer clowns, and I'm like, they're all, they're silly. <laughs> like, yeah. it, it, it didn't scare me anymore. So, you know, it was like, granted, there's like two scenes in there where I'm like, okay, that clown is creepy. Like, when the one is trying to get the little girl to come out of the burger shop. And then when, when her mom pulls her away, and he like growls and grimaces. I'm like, yeah, that's spooky. Um, or the scene with, with Moody where he pulls his arm out of his back and like, you hear the schluck sound. Yeah, he shakes the goop off. Yeah. I'm like, that, okay. That's freaky. But overall, you know, it's, it's a, a movie that cured me of my fear of clowns. Fun fact. That's one of those movies that I can just play in my head. Oh, same. I've seen, I've it, seen it so it many fucking times like that. Evil Dead two Dawn of the dead. I can just sit there and like, go through the paces, but it gets to the gags so quick that if you're a kid with no attention span, it's great. Yeah, that that's, I, I kind of want to, I, I want to show Caleb for that reason. Like not only because I'm like, it'll, you know, make him not afraid of clowns, hopefully, but also because it's just, it's a silly movie, honestly meant for kids. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> it's like a kid's horror movie. Most dads take their kids on hunting trips and like, you know, teaching a man up that way. We show them scary clown movies. Listen here, son. This John Wayne Gacy guy, he ain't so bad. Look, clowns are funny. I mean, to be fair, I did show him Return of the Living Dead when he was like four. So, What's your favorite movie? He's always seen Night of the Living Dead. So. Well, and, and it's because I have the, the trash uh, mask in my room. Um, it's it's the uh, the mold from when she opened her mouth to bite the, the cop. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's like a plaster cast of that. I have it hanging on my wall. So he's been seeing that along with the poster since he was a baby and you know he would always ask like what's that from like the the monster ladies like what's that from I'm like oh it's you know from return of the living dead and i'd show him the poster and um he he has no problem with zombie stuff because he's been watching me play zombie video games again since he was a little baby um he used to sit on my lap and watch me play seven days to die all the time like he I mean, he would be like go get that get that he'd be kind of calling out what to do if you want to scare him you should show him Lenea quickly now <laughs> I did uh, have to have the talk with him before we watched it. Like, okay, there is nudity in this. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Caleb, boobies aren't that perky. You're you're gonna see some things you may not understand, son. But uh, the funny thing, though, and I remember the proud proud dad moment was uh, we'd watch part one, and then about probably about a year later, he wanted to watch part two. So I was like, all right, well, it's not as good, but let's watch it. And he laughed his ass off when um, I forget uh, Freddie and um, oh, my God, was it was it Ernie? What the hell was? Yeah. Oh, my God. Why can't I think of his name? The, the two guys that, that opened the barrel of trioxin. It's my yeah. favorite movie. And I can't think of it's Freddie and whatever the other guy's name was. Bert. Um, no, Bert was the boss. Um, and it's Ernie. And it's Ernie. Yeah. Um, so the two uh, the two of them show up in part two, as you know, as the grave robbers. And when they get infected and the one guy goes, I feel like this has happened before Caleb started cracking up and I paused the movie and I was like, 
why are you laughing? Because I think he was laughing because of the way he said it. He goes, they're the guys from the other movie. It happened to him in the last one. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> five. He, at five years old, he recognized this. So, yeah, fun times. Great success. Um, <laughs> all right. Josh, I know what your favorite candy is. Oh, yeah. It's gummy bears, isn't it? <laughs> you know, you know, oddly enough, I'm not a huge gummy fan. Gummy bears fan. I like the weird gummies. Uh, yeah, that's true. What about, uh, you think film directors from East Germany like gummy bears? Uh, that's what I understand. Hmm. Well, I know you're friends with a certain somebody. Maybe you should uh, get him on the horn and ask him. And then we're going to do the Hall of Fame. So uh, we'll, well be right back. From what I from what I understand, oh. there's a you know he's a there's a movie coming out soon from a long forgotten Disney property because Chippendale did so good. Yeah, exactly. Thought, you know, where there's uh, there's oil still to be had. So that actually was a really good movie. Yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> Chippendale was one of my favorite movies last year. Coming this fall. They're dashing. They're daring. Courageous and caring. Faithful and friendly with stories to share. All through the forest, they sing out in chorus, marching along as their song fills the air. Gummy bears marching here and there and everywhere. High adventure far beyond compare. They are the gummy bears. Magic and mystery. It's part of the history, along with the secret of gummy berry juice. The legend is growing. They take pride in knowing. They'll fight for what's right in whatever they do. Gummy bears bouncing here and there and everywhere. High adventure far beyond compare. They are the gummy bears. <sighs> German people scare me. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, I know you've seen it. Mike, have you ever seen Hedwig and the Angry Inch? Yes. Uh, the scene where Hedwig is seduced by the um, the army sergeant, mm. and they eat gummy baron, and it's all pineapple gummy bears. <laughs> <laughs> of all the jokes in that movie, that and the uh, it's a car wash scene. Always, <laughs> it's, I quote it out of the blue for no particular reason. It just cracks me up to no end. Um, when he showed up in Sandman, I was like, it's Hedgewig. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Gummy bears. All right, guys. Hall of Fame time. Darth Vader won. Much to the surprise of nobody. It was pretty <laughs> yep. staggering. Uh, let me check the numbers quick here. Although, Josh, yours put up Quite a fight. Let's see here. Da, 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 da. Get creepy head. 
Yeah, sixty-eight percent of the vote went to Darth Vader. The turtle copter actually kind of pulled it out of the blue today. Got a couple more votes. Vintage King has got ten percent. I guess nobody likes him. Bastards. I say I I even voted for Vader. Like I didn't even vote for my own pick. Yeah, um, I voted for Vader. <laughs> Also, Josh Strasberg said thank you for our very kind gif of Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe and Survival Street, an indie comic about uh, some sort of Sesame Street post-apocalyptic insanity. Um, I kind of picked it at random. It spoke to me as a Josh comic book. All right. Hall of Fame time. I won. I will go first. And per the usual, you guys have to try to beat me. Are you ready? I am ready. For my nomination, I pick the old, wrinkled, leathery, plastic corpse of Linnea Quigley. <laughs> no, it's a joke. Uh, I love Linnea. Please don't unfriend me from your fan page on Facebook. Um, I'm going to pick Glow-in-the-Dark Space Cactus Swamp Thing from the Swamp Thing toy line from Kenner. Of Ooh. the three Swamp Things, that's the one I played with the most. Um, I loved all three of them, but that one in particular, because it was Glow-in-the-Dark and it came with like uh, an axe and a mace was my favorite. Mm-hmm. So that is my pick. I'll love me some Swamp Thing. Nice. That that is a really good figure. Personally, for for me, the uh, the one with the the hand that would pull back on the had like the little rope. That one yeah. was was my go to Swamp Thing. I played with him all the time. I like the yeah, same one too. And I appreciated it way more once I read the Alan Moore run of Swamp Thing because that. All three of those are straight out of the comics. Yeah. Right, well, the, the cactus and the roots one <laughs> are from Alan Moore stuff, which just cracks me up that they use that for reference to make a kid's line action figure, um, which is well, always cool to me. I mean, we had RoboCop and Alien action figures. So. Yeah, but it's just one of those things like Alan Moore, the most merchandisable man alive, you know. <laughs> uh, Josh. I'll let you close because you got the least amount. Mike, what do you got for your pick? Uh, well, I'm going to throw another Mighty Max in the ring with Mighty Max trapped by the arachnoid. So the big Ooh. spider one. Yeah, uh, this, that was one of my go to's as a kid. Um, I absolutely loved the weird little uh, spider guy, the little monster guy. Um, and then, the, of course, a giant spider is always a fun toy. So having that chase down Mighty Max was always fun. You know, we talk about depression buying toys if Mighty Max was out. I oh, would <laughs> absolutely be doing that. I, I mean, yeah, no, if if they redo if they redo Mighty Max in the way they redid Polly Pocket, I'm screwed because I loved that line. I had so many of them. But, I'm not going to uh, lie. I play with Zoe's Polly Pockets. They're pretty cool. They're awesome. I got some for, for my mom for her birthday because she loves miniatures. And like me and her were playing around with them. <laughs> like, oh, go and set everything up. They have some of They're them have cool. this gimmick where you can put stickers down and mm. poly sticks just to the stickers. Yeah. Yeah. The the medium sized ones kind of have yeah. those already in the playset. And we were kind of amazed by that, that it was like they would just stick to it with. And there was like it wasn't sticky. But somehow, like, whatever material they use, she almost, like, magnetically adheres to it. Yeah, it's the coolest thing. Josh? Okay, I've got a a good one here. All right. I'm going to nominate the old Toy Biz 
Venom figure that squirted black jizz out of his chest. Damn it. Ooh, that's a good one. Oh, I played the, with that figure constantly. I can't tell you how many people Venom jizzed all over. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Those vintage Venom figures were so damn cool. The only... My, oh, God. No, my favorite was the talking one. It said, I'll eat your brains. I just love the figure. I, I liked the the one with like the little uh, the tongue lasher action. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a really good one. I, you know, in theory, the idea of that concept isn't terrible. I think it would have been improved if they had like done several of the little like spouts. Yeah. So it was like he was oozing the symbiote as opposed to just like I'm gonna squirt you with my single nipple. Blah. <laughs> See, my Spider-Man only... touches his thigh and he's like, oh, 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 oh. I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm oh, sorry. My only problem with that Venom was that his arms were, they were stretched out, like fully extended with his fingers all fully extended. So it looks like he was doing either spirit fingers like out at you or like you can put him in a Superman pose. Like there wasn't really much you could do with his arms and that always Didn't you know that me. venom could fly like superman <laughs> well you know what, what bugged me about it was the fact that he had knee articulation and i was like okay it's not like a five points of articulation figure i'm like so why doesn't he have like elbow bends or something or wrist swivel something to make it look like he's not just supermanning that cause because never gave you both yeah because if he supermans over a bunch of the other figures he can just sort of bird shit his venom onto them <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I never thought of that as a kid. <laughs> ah, I'm venom in the sky. I'm flying over top of you. Gotcha. So let me close with this. There was some news that I didn't bring up um, because there wasn't info on it. And info just dropped. On stansaki.com, they have a NECA exclusive black and white repaint of Usagi. Oh. Whew. <laughs> The unsigned version already sold out. 100 bucks. Signed on the box by Stan Saki. 120. Head marquee, that's, so it's an autograph and a drawing. 140. That's not terrible, really. No. I mean, yeah. And if you want Stan Saki to draw on the box, 250. Like on the back of the packaging. Um, just a black and white Usagi. I like that this is an exclusive. Um, kind of to his website, he isn't a hundred percent accurate in that. Like he's all black in the figure, but classic Usagi has a white shirt and black pants. Mm. He's got like a print. Um, still cool looking though. So if you're a Usagi fan for like turtle stuff, jump on this. I think it's worth it, especially because of the NECA comic book stuff has been really good. All right, guys, uh, that's it. We'll be back next week with stuff. I don't know. Stuff stuff and things. things and stuff. I've got a week to think of an idea for us to talk about that's not about depression buying of toys. <laughs> Maybe next week's testicles. Will be testicles or Alan Moore skeletons. Yeah, there we go. How about uh, Alan's more Alan Moore's skeleton with testicles? Exactly. It's a vertigo imprint that he refuses to let merchandising happen. Yeah. It's Alan Moore writes the comic for Mr. Bones. Yep. And he hates it. All right, guys. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll be back next week. 
And uh, remember, David Bowie wants to get inside your pocket. You let him do that. You don't say no to David Bowie. Don't say no to David Bowie. Or to Oprah's asshole. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, everybody. (laughs) Bye. Bye from Oprah's asshole. Creepy. Dot com on the World Wide Web. Must I say it again? Did you not listen? Count Creepy. C O U N T K R E E P Y. Ah.